you know, again, like we got to make ourselves available and, and he challenges us to go and make disciples. And that's what we're, we're asked to go and do. So let's live it out in a way. What's up and welcome to today's episode of Boost Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, drop a comment in the comment section down below. Follow us on all streaming platforms. We are on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Google Play and anywhere else you may choose to listen. Yo, so Jared, I know that you... There we sorry, go. There's sorry, the Red sorry. Bulls. Had to. It's okay. Red Bulls. Red Bull up. Red Bull up. Bottoms so up. So I know that you are really into Crocs Love recently. Them. You have Love two them. pairs, uh, one gray, one orange. Bright, just like this. This color, no joke. Just like that. Yep. Um, and I personally don't know how I feel about it. I'm cool with you wearing them, but Love for myself, it. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, that do wear them or whatever, but there's a right. new thing that I have seen, and I don't know if it's a real thing or not. I think it is, but it's, it's on Crocs. It's on the internet. Yeah, I think it's a real thing. So Everything on the internet is real. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Everything. It's Croc gloves. Yes. Wow. From the feet to the... Palms, to I don't know, hands. to the hands, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, Would you wear those, Caden? Heck no. They're Maybe. coming. They're coming for all the appendages. <laughs> uh, explain. I don't know what that means. From the, crocs the from the from the feet to the hands. Okay, interesting. I I know I would get a pair. You would. 100%. What dude. would you do with them? I would Working wear them all day them? long. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Typing. So people are wearing them on their hands. Yeah. Crocs originally for the, the feet now they're for the hands apparently they got the strap they got the straps you know yep. what does the strap do on the hands okay so there's a sport mode no, I'm just kidding. i don't know <laughs> i really don't know what they're for but like when i wear them on my feet i got a chill mode straps forward sport mode oh slash like it's time to go and the straps are back oh my what gosh. are you doing for sport in crocs <sighs> rock climbing is the first thing <laughs> rock. <laughs> or like hiking dude i we went camping a few weeks ago well, now a couple months ago, yeah. and I, I literally bought Crocs to hike in. That's that's a true story, to hike in. And I bought them bright orange, to, just in case I got lost. You guys could see me in the woods. Oh, that's a true so, story, So in, if you got lost, you're just going to stick your feet up in the air. <laughs> yeah. So we could see you. And probably make some waving them, you know? Yeah. Oh, start, start waving, waving them, them. yeah. The I put other, them on my hands. That's why I need Croc gloves, so other, I can wave. The other thing about Jarrett is that you recently cut off all, all of, it, of your hair. It's all gone. I was New trying man. to... I was trying new year, to grow new it out. Yes, this is the new me. This is it. And I was trying to grow my hair out for a whole year. I only made it eight months, which is still impressive for me because I'm. I used to go to the haircut. I used to get a haircut every two weeks mm -hmm. on the dot, and so I was like, "Man, I'm gonna set a goal. I'm gonna try to hit a year." My wife was begging me to cut it. My mom was begging me to cut it. My sister was begging me to cut it. And then one night, this past Sunday night, I got in bed and I said. It's time to cut it, <laughs> and I had a dream about cutting it. Oh I woke up I thinking about that. getting cut about cutting it, and so I I literally first thing I did that morning got in the shower, went to get a haircut, and that was it. And then you uh, you had a dream about and told no one. Literally, you told didn't no tell one. anybody. It showed up at work. Wow. And I was like, Dope. well, that's that's how you are. Like we talked about last episode, you when you set your mind to something, you're all in. Yeah. And uh, my wife just says everything has to be on my terms, but. I thought it was kind of funny with her reaction because she was just shocked. She, I don't think she Everybody recognized was. me. She didn't really recognize me, but I saw a picture on Instagram that day yeah. and I didn't recognize you. Yeah, it, it's I look completely different. Let me know if you think I should grow back out. I mean, that'd be, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think I think I'm gonna keep it short for a while. Yeah. But enough about me. Enough about me. We have an incredible, 
incredible episode today. I'm, so I'm very excited I'm about pumped. this one. Bringing on a great friend of mine, uh, a guy that mentored me. He goes to the gym four times a day. His dream girl is Jennifer Lopez. Woo! He drinks a Tranta cold brew coffee every mm -hmm. morning, and he played linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Give it up yeah. for Justin Bieber. Yeah. Played linebacker for the Cowboys. I love. I'm yes. a huge fan. You told me what, you worked for Cowboys. What? 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 What, what years? Cowboys. What years was this? Uh, it was. How old are you? I'm oh, 28. <laughs> <laughs> it was before that time. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> no, I worked for the Dallas Cowboys. I never played linebacker. Oh my so, god, so, dude! I'm so sorry. I was literally oh. like, "What players did you play with?" I was so <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything else I was, was so true. excited. Everything I would else probably was true. Still be playing for them. <laughs> they could they could use your help on defense. <laughs> they could, for sure. It, We're going it, to the Super Bowl this year. So. Tell me if everything else is true. Yes. Though, right? You go to the gym four times today, right? Uh, not four times a day. <laughs> Come on. At one point in time, it was five times a week. Okay. And it was mm. pretty consistent. Yeah. Got pretty decent. And you're so still looking good, JV. Killing it. Thanks. And you were looking good because your dream girl is Jennifer Lopez. Is That's that right? true. Today. That is true. <laughs> I'm still praying to believe you yeah. that God will deliver that. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel? How do you feel about Alex Rodriguez? Uh, I'm not a supporter. But <laughs> I, again, like my my prayer has always been, God, just give me the opportunity to cross the path, and I get the chance to. Swear. Man, that's incredible. Just and you also drink a train to coffee every morning. That's true. Every morning, uh, we used to do the Daniel fast, so I'll give it up the first 21 days of the year. I, I, told, I literally out, told Caden that. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, it's the one thing that I'm like, I need. Yeah. yeah. I have to so have, you're so. you got the gold card. You got the gold from, card. From I told him yes. about that today. Right. I was like, dude, me and Zach. Yeah. Shout out Zach Solis, great friend of mine from high school. Um, and. I told him, remember, because we, we were yeah. going to Starbucks twice a day. Y'all went crazy. Zach went crazy. We, he week got and a half. Like within a week and a half. Yeah, it was insane. Gosh, so gold cards are where it's at. But really, man, Justin, you've been in ministry longer than I've been alive. That's probably true, right? True. Uh, you're a spiritual father to so many people, including myself. If you don't know him, you should, because his heart, his intentionality, his passion for people is unlike any other person I know. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're talking about investing to people in people today, and we couldn't think of anybody else better than Justin Bieber. Yep. Let's give it up. One more yes. Time. One more time for Justin. Justin, how how many times do you get your name mixed up with Justin Bieber? Like how many like 13-year-old girls slide into your DMs because they get confused on Instagram? I would, I would say when he first came out, it was crazy. You got the, hey, you're spelling your name wrong and all <laughs> yeah. this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my name. I give a name. Yeah. And, and even just even going to grocery stores, like I hated saying my last name. Yep. And I would just start going, it's Justin. And then they say, what's your last name? I'd go like, beaver like the animal. Yeah, just every to time. avoid anything. Clarify, Justin Beaver. Beaver like the animal. Uh, and then I eventually just started going to JB. Then yep, that way yep. I don't even have to mess with it. I remember so. in high school, because so me and JB, we kind of go way back in a way. Uh, you reached out to me. I can't remember when it was. Early high yeah. school, early, yeah. late middle school, something like that. Yeah. You really wanted me to come to Switch, which is a youth ministry at Live Church uh, and at the Edge Church. And um, you really wanted me to come. And I remember coming once. We talked a little bit. You wanted to take me out to dinner to get to know me, because that's what you do best. You're always right. trying to impact uh, the lives of the next generation and I just kept turning you down oh, I got this I got this I got this and then senior year is really when I got plugged in and just my life changed forever a lot of that due to you just pushing to to impact me uh, but I remember I put your name in my phone. I don't know if you remember this, but I put it as Justin Bieber because <laughs> we would text every day I'd be in school you'd be asking me how I was and every day some like every day something like 
who's Justin? Like, that's not the <laughs> Justin Bieber. I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, this is my dude. Like, Justin Bieber's my <laughs> dude. And I wasn't lying, but it, it was, turns true. out it was Justin Bieber. Um, you've always been an incredible impact on my life. So many. I can't wait to talk mm -hmm. more about that for sure. Well, like Jared said, we are talking about the concept of investing in others. And I think that it, we can all agree that that's something that's important just yeah. in life in general. Just Definitely. the concept of either getting poured into or pouring into someone else is uh, key. And it's incredibly important, especially as Christians. Yeah, you know, that's, sure. that's a big thing. And so, JB, like, I want to know what what investing in someone looks like to you specifically, because there's like a lot of ways to do it, you know, very much, very much so. So for you in your life, what, what, what does that look like? Yeah, I would say, I mean, for me, it just varies from time to time. And really, you know, a lot of times people think it has to be a certain way or, or done a certain, uh, this route. And in the reality is there's so many things that you can be doing, uh, you know, depending on what the person needs, it might be accountability just mm -hmm. to hold somebody accountable. Right. And you say, I'm going to be that consistent person in your life. It might be the simple fact of, you know, I want to start reading the Bible, you know, I want to get better at this. And, and so it can look across the board like any different thing of, it just depends on really what your need is and, and what it looks like and and, and what is needed in that time. And sometimes it's just listening to somebody yeah. and, and investing in that way. So I don't think you can limit it to just, well, this is going to be the certain way or this is the certain way yeah. it's done. Sometimes it just depends on the person that's in front of you and what's wow. needed uh, yeah. in that time. For sure. And so I mean, it's, it's, it's also, we're going to talk about this a little later, but it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy, especially because those needs sometimes, I mean, like you said, they they vary on a, on a scale, whatever that may look like. And so it's, it's kind of the comp concept of like sacrifice in a way. And so like what all might have you like had to sacrifice when it comes to, when it comes to investing in someone specifically? Well, I think the biggest thing is again, like at some point in time, I realized it's no longer me who lives, but it's Christ who lives inside of me. Right. And, and so mm -hmm. if that's the case, then I got to make myself available. Even when, you know, at times you are tired or you don't feel like it or, you know, you're just you don't feel the best at moments. I find sometimes it's in those moments that God does some of his greatest work. Uh, when I wow. step more outside of me and step more into God and just leaning mm -hmm. on that, you know, again, like we got to make ourselves available and, and he challenges us to go and make disciples. And that's mm -hmm. what we're, we're asked to go and do. So let's live it out in a way yeah, and that it means. So, Jared, Jared was talking earlier on. He's told me so many stories about just you. Cause there's so many. Yeah, yeah there is. So and he, he was saying that there was, there's a few, been a few times when, he's just called you like probably hundreds 12 o'clock yeah. at night yeah. and he's just like hey you want to go to waffle house and he this said this dude's in bed and he's <laughs> right. like yeah i'll be there in 20 minutes like wow yeah, yeah that's just that's who justin is for sure and yeah, yeah go you well i was gonna say it's just one of those moments and again like it again like I'm usually a late night person, so I'm up yeah. past 12, which isn't too unusual. You know, if you text, and I tried to tell the boys, even as I led them through our youth ministry switch, of just, you know, if you send a text, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to respond. And, and it's just, you know, if it's one o'clock, sometimes I'd respond and say, hey, you know, they would ask, hey, I just need some prayer. I'm struggling with this or whatever it is. And, and you just continue just to make yourself available right, uh, right. when needed and how needed. Mm -hmm. uh, in that part, but That's super cool. And is there is there a point that like is there a point when you know that you are supposed to invest in someone specifically, or is it is it just kind of like gradual? 
is there a point? Is there not a point? Like, what do you, what do you, what's your take on that? I was trying to think through that, and, and I don't know that there's a certain point. You know, I mean, I think you do get those moments where God says, hey, it's this person. Yeah. You know, and there is a peace with that. I, I think at times, too, it's just sometimes in the randomness of, you know, we do, like, swerve uh, student interviews at, at our church, or we do leader interviews, and in those right. moments, sometimes it's that conversation that sparks uh, mm-hmm. with the boys leading them through youth ministry. It was just that challenge of we want to be better followers of Christ and, and what do you need to work on you know if it's yeah. reading your Bible if it's spending more time in prayer if it's yeah. you know whatever it was it was just you know making yourself available in that moment knowing hey this is the person and, yeah. and again like it could be a season with Jared and then you know he's kind of checked out you know or something or he's accomplished what he needs to accomplish yeah. and then it seems like there's already somebody in front of you and, and it's mm-hmm. just learning to be obedient to that person and saying hey here it is and it's go time. Wow. I really like that. There's always someone in front of you. That is I know. so good. I was just like, when you, when you were talking, I was just like getting really inspired, just your commitment to being available to people and just, you know, being there whenever they need some help. And, you know, JB, these guys here know you and they've told me a lot of stories just about your willingness to be available and how many people you pour into. And I follow you on some social media and I've just noticed how much effort you put into being available and intentional with people and anyone who's done that in their life has realized pouring into people takes a lot. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of, you know, alertness, a lot of thinking. And so in those moments when you're just really pouring into a number of people, how do you like stay recharged yourself? Mm -hmm. Who's pouring into you? What's pouring into you? Um, I'm just really curious to kind of hear your take on that. Yeah, I, I would say the the important thing is to realize again, like at times you know that you're kind of depleted, or you're you're just kind of maybe suffering a little bit. But uh, learning to know you the best really is the opportunity wow. that you have to seek out in a way of knowing. Okay, even and again, like I, just, there are moments and times where yeah, you put in a sixty-hour week, and there's, there's that moment that somebody calls and says, "Hey, you know, can we meet up at Fridays?" And you've already you know <laughs> taken out the contacts yeah. and <laughs> hit the bed, and you're like, ah, uh, you know. But I've learned to just again go. And it's almost a recharge out of that. But I think the important thing is to figure out, you know, in my church, what we say is we want to work out of the overflow. And so it's being consistent in the word, you know, to where you're consistently being filled up in the word and you're spending time, you know, in prayer uh, and really learning what best recharges you. Uh, for me, you know, if you know me or anybody knows me, uh, it's going to be a trip to Colorado. You know, if I see <laughs> yes. snow. One, one thing Love I do know that. about Justin is that one of his favorite things in the world is snow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The simplicity of yeah. snow. And just watching it will be like an automatic reset or just being around really? it will be, that yes. That blows my mind. And, and I don't what do you like so much about it? I don't know. It's almost therapy to me. Wow. Like really? I could sit there and just, you know, if it wasn't too cold, just sit there in the middle of it and watch it. You know, just, I don't know <laughs> if it's impressive. the, is it, you know, ju- is it just snow or is it in the mountains? Like, is there a specific ki- well, like place that does more? This dude can be looking outside of his window in yeah. his bedroom, okay. <laughs> watching snow, yeah. and the next morning he's the happiest dude you've ever right. seen. Well, there was one time in the city, like, you looked on the radar and it wasn't snowing at my house, but if you went, like, two or three miles to the south, that it would snow. And so I got in the car and drove over there to watch it snow. He's so committed. Uh, but I need it. And, and again, yeah. like, I think it's best for you to learn what resets you. What Ooh. is that one thing? You know, if it's nature, then go on a nature walk. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's five minutes or, you know, uh, even at times if I'm going to a baseball game in Enid, I, I found that sometimes just playing worship music 
is what almost resets me or gets me fired up again. Mm-hmm. Only where, Hillsong. You know, only Hillsong for yeah. me. Uh, those <laughs> other bands are cool and stuff, but Hillsong just it, is special. Right? Shout out Hillsong. Come on the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and invite me to be a part of it. Um, but I, I think you've got to learn best, you know, what is that? And, and learning, yeah. again, if you're on a way to meet somebody and you're feeling a little you know, run down or a little at that place. Maybe it's a, you know, a quick little worship song that's going to reset you in a place to where you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. And and I think too, learning that again, it's not me, but it's God and and stepping out of those moments and asking God, okay, I'm going, you know, so use me to speak or Mm -hmm. uh, deliver truth in a way that you're again, stepping out and you're asking God to use you as a vessel. That's really neat to me. You know, you have to figure out who you are and what recharges you and that will help you do so much more for others. Because obviously in the Bible, there is very, there's numerous times Jesus like withdrew from the crowds to be alone with his father, you know, and if anyone had a huge impact on people when he was around them, it definitely was like Jesus by far. And he still knew the importance of like knowing himself and staying recharged. And so Justin, I got, I got one kind of question that you might not be ready for, but I really am curious about this. I looked up the definition of invest up and the second definition says to provide or endow someone or something with a particularly with a particular quality or attribute. So if like you could bestow like a certain attribute on mm-hmm. like these boys that you have, like these high school age boys, like what would that be? An attribute. Uh, I would say uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe that just. I mean, you've got to learn to be selfless. And so I think it's just, you know, again, making yourself available, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, even when you don't want to. And so I think it's, you know, or I mean, again, I know we hear it a lot, but putting others first Mm -hmm. and it's really, again, what we're we're called to to do. And it's, you know, that surrender of it's no longer me, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's him. And so, you know, I'm going to prefer you know, or put this person first and, you know, even though yeah, I have for this sure, plan for sure. or something planned, I think, you know, if anything, sometimes it is sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, and it gives you give up that thing that you want most. So, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I answered the question, but I would say, you know, it'd probably be just sacrifice. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, and one thing that kind of going back to like the pouring into people aspect of thing and like, or sorry, but like pouring out, but at the same time, making sure you get important in, poured into one thing, like as a leader, um, in the worship team at the edge. Um, one thing I preach to my team a lot is because so much of what we do is like pouring out, even like in just leadership in general, so much of what we do is like pouring out. And so it's so vital and so key to also be like refueling yourself. And one yeah. thing that I've learned and I've kind of discovered and broke down is finding the things maybe throughout the week that I'm just excited to do. Like whether it be going and getting coffee, whether it be, going and just driving around or going, you know, for a walk and just remembering like the things that I'm thankful for, Mm -hmm. for me in my life, when I have noticed like seasons of like drought or kind of like a sense of like getting burnt out, it's like in those moments when I think we've got to be like on the offensive side rather than the defensive side and begin to do things to recharge us and to, to, to refuel and re spark that, that energy that you know, maybe kind of like fizzling out in that moment. Yeah. And so like when I was, when I was hearing that, I just remember, I don't really like when it comes to like spiritual, like spirituality and like Christianity, I oftentimes don't necessarily get emotional about things really in life. I don't necessarily always get emotional 
Um, I'm kind of hard-headed, but I'm also, like, very tender-hearted when it comes to a few things. And, like, I remember when, when I was stepping out of worship, I was really, like, scared. The biggest thing I was scared about was, man, the way I recharge the best is through worship. That's what I always thought. Seeing, you know, all that, just, like, worshiping, leading worship. I really felt like that was my way to recharge. So I was really, like, really scared, honestly, to, like, step off the stage and to, like, you know, worship from a different perspective. But honestly, what I've seen, what I've noticed in that was that it wasn't that the leading worship or worshiping was not necessarily the biggest thing that recharged me. It's seeing people worship and it's seeing their lives be changed by God. Just the life change in general completely recharges me. And I remember just a couple of weeks ago, I was doing stage time and I saw a kid worshiping who I know has had a crazy past. He's had a really tough life and God completely changed his life. He's now going to switch or youth minister every week. He swerves. He does so much. And when you see him worship, you see it out of a place of like, my life is completely changed. And I got emotional. And I've never, like, I don't usually <laughs> get that way. And I got on stage, changed my whole talk right there about giving and all these things because like that, that truly like recharged me. And I know that it recharges others too. And for you, like from my perspective of one of those high school boys that saw JB pouring into so many and what, re, like what the thing that, we, you know, as high school boys, what we needed to get out of that, and it was sacrifice, 100%. You know, giving up things you love for things you love even more. And that, to me, is literally JB in a nutshell is right there. And so um, that's what I would say from the high school perspective of what, you yeah. know, who JB is and what well, I think his, even, his attribute. I think even, you know, your story that played out in high school was, <sighs> yeah, you know, it was insane the things that God did in that senior year with you boys, you know, in a way, too, that you even, you know, begin to wrestle and said, uh, I think I'm about quitting baseball. And I was like, uh, don't do that, Jared. This, don't do that, right? Jared. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? And, and it was even cool in those moments to watch you wrestle and even, you know, seeking guidance from your family and friends, praying and, you know, asking, is this really yeah. what it is? And then watching the, the release of something that you were passionate about right. and leaning into something that you didn't know about and watching God even use you in our student band uh, back in yeah. those days and, and even to where you are today yeah. and, and and to me, some of those rewarding moments are just simply watching the gift of it play out in a person For and not sure. so much you've got to, I think sometimes we get caught up in the, well, I need it now. And sometimes you aren't going to get it now, yeah. but you've got to be okay with the, you know, you were obedient to the moment that God gave you and, and just trust that he used you in a way that yeah. you'll see future. That's and so I definitely, good. and I definitely say like, if you're, if you're, if you are in situations of like wrestling and all these things, a lot already on this podcast or every episode, I believe we've always said, go find somebody, talk to someone you're close yeah. to. I mean, talk to people you trust because that truly matters. And I remember that baseball talk and that was one of the hardest things I had to do honestly in life was quit baseball. I know that sounds crazy, but it was like, do I do this? And I talked to you, my mom, my dad, dad, my dad was like yeah. huge baseball guy. So I think that was the thing I was nervous about the most. And then when I told him, it was just like, I'm proud of you. And I was like, I was like, this is it. This is like, this is like for real. Like, this is what I need to do. But um, right now we're going to go into another really, really fun segment. As a way to, to recharge. We, yeah, it's we're going to recharge. Let's recharge. Bring the energy back a little we're bit. We're going to play yeah, a game. Let's get the spark. We're going to play a game. I hope you're ready for this, Justin. Yes. Uh, it's we'll rapid fire. <laughs> yes. So. Rapid fire. Basically, all this is, Justin, is we're going to ask you a list of questions, and you need to answer them as fast as you can. You have so a minute. You have a minute. Uh, so you're going to answer all of them within a minute, or you're going to answer as many as you can within the minute. Right. And are you ready? 
No, but let's go. I think you are. <laughs> a little here, more nervous. <laughs> here we go. Some of them are super easy. Some of them are really fun. And here we go. Time starts now. Describe your teenage self in three words. Awkward, nerdy, <laughs> <and> quiet. <laughs> Pick a number between one and 100. Seven. What's your biggest pet peeve? People that say they're going to do something and end up not doing it. Ooh, Ooh. man. All right. Yeah. That's me sometimes. Okay. What's, <laughs> what's, what superpower would you have if you could? Uh, I want to fly. What's, your, would, what's your favorite dessert? Uh, chocolate cake. Yeah, I knew that. What's your biggest fear? Uh, biggest fear would be uh, probably... This is rapid fire, Justin. Right? I'm sorry. Biggest fear seconds. would be... Uh, let's go with Wasp. If you could move anywhere, where would you go? Colorado. Favorite drink? Uh, iced coffee. Dream vacation? Uh, Colorado. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Five no. Seconds. No? Or Crocs good for the culture? Yes. I got them all! That's time. Hey. One minute on the dot. Yes. Nice. I, yes. I had one more I really want to know. I really want to know this. Well, who's your favorite artist besides Hillsong? Favorite artist? Favorite artist, like musician or per person to listen to. Um, favorite artist outside of Hillsong. <laughs> this is, why is this so hard? <laughs> it is. And the answer cannot be Hillsong United or Hillsong right. Young and Free. Young and free. It can't be that. Um, it can't be that. I don't know. I've kind of opened doors to Bethel. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember so many times in the loop, we'd get on we in our in our loop band, which is a student band at Live Church back in the day. Shout out loop band. That was that right. was incredible. Good but years. um, man, I remember. I look at the set every week. Hillsong, 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 Hillsong. <laughs> Next week, Hillsong, Hillsong, Hillsong. And I remember, JV, can we do this song by uh, a church up north? Like, it's not Hillsong. Yes. I'd have to listen to it. <laughs> it was, it was well, the rock going back to what we were just talking about. Find the things that you love yeah. and do them. Yeah, right? for you know sure. Exactly. They, they recharge you. <laughs> I mean, no. Hillsong, Hillsong can... This song gets it going on. Dude, absolutely. Well, the lyrics alone will just minister in a special way. Hillsong, so. Hillsong, you gotta hire this guy to like <laughs> promote your stuff. I promise. It's insane. It's insane. How but many how many concerts have you been to? Of Hillsong? Gosh. Yeah. Uh, we traveled know. the world yeah. to see Hillsong. Yeah, we actually went over to Sydney to watch them in person oh my for gosh. A conference. So yeah, I remember that was, was cool. That was so fun. There oh, was, I have one more thing I want to bring up. But go ahead. You can, you can. Well, I was going to say there was one tour, which I probably shouldn't have been this, but I did follow them. Like they played in San Antonio and then like Houston and then in Tulsa. And then <laughs> there was a, and, and I just, it was kind of a back to back tour and it was cool and got another friend to go with me. And so it was even cool Recharge. To, to, to see yeah. the different ways that people worship in those different places. But. Yeah, it was a cultural year, experience, was four, right? You know, Houston, Gosh. San Antonio, <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, if that's how you recharge. That's that's how you recharge. That's right. how it's done. There's a couple stories. One, I know, you, I know you love Hillsong, and Zach and I, again, old friend from high school, uh, we went to a conference in Florida two months after we got back from Hillsong conference, and I'm sitting or I'm walking out of this convenience store, and I see a lady who I met at a concert in August who plays piano for. For Hillsong, Autumn. You remember Autumn? Yes. And she says, Jarrett. I'm like, no way this girl remembers my <laughs> name. And so I go over there, and we're talking. I sit down. She tells me to have a seat. All of a sudden, your <laughs> favorite singer of all time walks up, sits right next to me, and it was Taya. Right. You love Taya. You love her voice. And I'm just Oceans, sitting here like, yes. I'm like, no. oh, my gosh, how do I get a picture of this? 
without her knowing, like how, being weird or whatever. And I didn't get the picture. But later that night, I for I snuck in to the green room so I can hang out with him again. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Brian Houston, lead pastor of Hillsong, walks me and Zach in. We're basically standing there. He goes, come on. And I was like, well, all right. <laughs> and so we go with him. And he's the one that took us in there. I see Tay again. She remembers my name. She talks to me for a minute. I'm like, hey, this might be weird. Can I get a picture? Got the picture. I sent it to you. Yeah. I got. You said what? <laughs> right. Are you serious? Yeah. How and did I was, miss this invite? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? And so that was that was like an incredible moment. Other thing I wanted to bring up is I don't know if you remember this, but one of my favorite memories from Sydney was when I went like twelve and zero in wrestling against you. Do you remember this? No, <laughs> I don't remember that. What's the story? Did that okay. happen? Yeah, so senior, no, it might have been, I might not have been senior year. Yeah, it was yeah, senior. Yeah, it was graduating. I don't know why, but all of us just decided to start wrestling each other. Right. Like, Typical boy thing. Yeah, in in the loop between our services on Sundays. And JB, <laughs> and JB never beat me. And he's never going to own up to him, and he never beat me. We can go now. Wait, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> right now. Yeah. I, I think I'm at least 8-0 right now, so... I might I'm need to a little retire. More trained and might ready. need to retire undefeated. We got a little previous history going on. <laughs> that should have been our segment. Yeah, dude. That should have <laughs> been our segment. Oh, be oh. Well, JB, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with the question that I really think sums this all up. And so at the end of the day, what makes investing in others worth it? Why is it worth it? Why is it worth it to give up your time to sacrifice all that time? I mean, I just I'm really, really curious. Giving up all that time just for just to invest in someone, what does that what does that mean to you? Well, I think again, like we're all wired different, and we all have spiritual gifts that are used in different ways. And for me, it just comes natural and easy yeah. to sit down and listen and disciple, or sit down and mentor. Or, and it's one of those things that I just love and could easily do, you know, in a heartbeat, even when you're tired. And so, and and I almost think that you know it doesn't come from the validation of you're going to get the acknowledgement and say, hey, you know, it's JB or because of this. And, and I don't even think that you know that stuff even matters to me. You know, at the end of the day, it's just I want to be obedient to whoever again yeah. like is in front of you so, and, and the moment that you get and so to me it's that that brings the this is really what it's about yeah. and, and again I think if we were all to have spiritual eyes open there's somebody that God said hey you know here this person or somebody speaks up and says you know I need this or I'm struggling with this right. and, and I think there's if we're listening really there's a moment there that is needed you know, and, and whatever it is, I think it's just learning to be, be obedient to that time. And it's not necessarily that, hey, you're going to get this acknowledgement. And it might even be 10 years down the road and you get the, hey, you know, it's because of you. And yeah. again, it's not what I'm seeking, um, but it's just the, you know, I want to be, you know, yeah. whatever's needed in that moment to, again, be a vessel that God can use. How we can use. What's one of the what's one of like the coolest stories do you have? I mean, I'm sure you have a lot. But like speaking as far as like at the end of the day, what makes it worth it? Do you have any story that sticks out to you that that is just like very specific into you you started investing in someone and down the road something happened? You know what I'm trying to say? Right. I mean, like I could give you just countless stories of just people and, you know, the, the opportunities and the gift it was. And even, uh, you know, I think it's because of the way my youth minister ministered to me 
that some of these things, you know, a good Sunday school teacher that, you know, poured into me that birthed some of this passion, yeah. you know, the way my mom serves other, you know, she has a heart to do that. And I think out of that, uh, I would say that's probably where a lot of this came from. And, and again, like, at the, you know, what started it really was fifth grade. I followed a group of boys uh, in our ministry back then, which was called K5. It's a fifth grade program uh, at Life Church. And I followed them in to switch and decided at that point in time, I was just going to follow them all the way through. Mm. So sixth through 12th grade, so I was going to be there. Um, and, and there were things along the way that I decided, hey, if I'm in this, I'm in this. I'm going to give up things in order yeah. to be available, to make time. And, and so, you know, again, like I come up all kinds of stories and even, you know, more so recently, again, it's not the, you know, hey, I've got to have that validation or this was a you know good job thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. for that moment but even again like one of my first fifth grade boys um hunter dinkins shout out hunter uh, dinkins right <laughs> he went to Former, swasu he yeah. played football here at swasu. oh yeah, yeah, yeah i know yeah. Yeah. i know yeah uh and, and he called one night well he sent a text and he says hey are you up and again, it's that time of night where you're like, I'm up, but I'm going to bed. And he's like, hey, can we meet up? And I'm like, sure, you know, where do you want to go? Waffle House or yes. you know, wherever it is. That's always the answer, JB. And he's Waffle like, House. well, hey, can you come here? And we ended up meeting just in his driveway in the Jeep. Uh, it was winter and he's going through some things. And, and it was cool just to, again, be available to be there. And it was just listening, hey, this is what's going on, and just being available, praying, and then even the, the gift of, if you tell me something, then, you know, I'm going to invite myself into the process of saying, well, I'm going to hold you accountable to it. Yeah. And so it begins wow. that journey of saying, okay, well, you said you wanted to do this, and so let's work towards what that looks like. Yeah. And again, like there's moments, again, where it's just, you know, what is in front of you? And if it's in front of you, it's... To me, you can't seek the, hey, I've got to have it immediately because you'll get discouraged, mm -hmm. you know, in the meetup. And, and again, you can't have that, well, I'm doing it because I want to make my name great. Really, mm -hmm. it should be, you know, I'm going to make God's name great. And that's so what they're looking towards. And I think that's key when when it is, we're talking about sacrifice and stuff. When I mean, when you are focused on, you know, God and having your mindset, on, I think it makes so, everything else so much like easier in a way. Yeah. You know, getting up, you know, you got your contacts out, you got your glasses on. And if I think if you keep if you're yeah. if you are pouring into someone out of that reference, I think that's when you've got you've got something special going on for sure. Absolutely. Well, I think too that that moment is more so you know it's again not out of me. It's when you're tired and you're like, oh, I yeah. don't know, I haven't had time to jump in the word or whatever it is, but you're really leaning on God. And it's more so, I think, in that moment that he's like, hey, I'm about to use you. And, and there's nothing that you've prepared for or gotten ready. You're stepping into something that you aren't ready for, and I'm going to use you in a way that you don't expect it. And, yeah. and, and you just make yourself available for that. Yeah, I, I remember the accountable thing is probably one of the, the second attributes I'd say that JB, like, instills into people was because uh there were so many times where we do book studies together we talk about hard things and there would always be this big group text and we'd be texting back and forth of like how you guys doing it was exciting when someone would fail we pick each other up and that yeah. was like that was some of the coolest coolest moments to me hardest moments too like finding through those things that were really really difficult um but yeah jb i think i what i love is that 
he sticks with these dudes even past. He said he was going to stick with them K through K five all the way through 12th grade. But here we are now. Here's Hunter now. Both of us are married. Jacob's married. Court's married. These are all dudes that are in a they switch group. They all got married this summer for some reason. Everybody, too. dude. I was like, Sheesh. Everybody. Um, but what I love is that um, it was crazy because a lot of times the biggest thing about um, our small groups at Switch, at Live Church, and the Edge Church is like we want to keep them smaller. Eight, eight people, ten people yeah. maybe. I remember when I showed up to JBC small group first week of Switch when I first started going senior year, 35 kids in this group, 35 all led by one dude, Justin Beaver. And I remember like, how does this work? How does he do this? And I kid you not, he probably met with every single one of those kids probably once a month, I'd say. And it's all just because he's made himself available. There's someone in front of you. I love that. There's always someone in front of you. But just being available, um, I love that. And I, and I hope that one day I have that same heart, that same passion. And I hope that you know all of us can be available, always notice that person in front of us and just yeah. continue to pour. The, big, the biggest thing that I, I want to challenge our audience with and those, those listening or watching on YouTube, whatever it may be, um, right before we go, I'm, I'm going to wrap things up right here, but who needs, um, first of all, who needs to maybe pour into you? Mm. It, do you need someone to be an accountable accountability partner in your life? Um, yeah. Do you need to be fed or uh, that sort of thing by someone. The second question I want to ask is, who do you need to pour into? Yeah. Because like we've been saying this whole episode, there's someone right in front of you that God has before you, that God has laid out, and it's our opportunity, and it's the yeah. chance that we get sure. um, to be able to pour into them. And so who needs to pour into you, and who do you need to pour into? And that's what I want to leave this whole uh, episode with uh, thank you guys so very much for joining we we couldn't appre- i mean we couldn't say thank you enough to all of our listeners justin let's Gosh. give it up for justin beaver beaver in the bible it says that you get gray hair from wisdom right but i think it's from all those kids you know? <laughs> true but, no i'm just kidding but man what a wise what a wise guy hey so don't forget to like subscribe Leave a comment down below. Give us your thoughts uh, or anything like that. And like we will always say here, figure out who you're called to be, what you're called to do, and have fun doing it. This is JB, Curtis, Caden, and Jarrett signing out. Peace. Peace.